Meltdown presents The Disney Click with Rick and Briars. This podcast is sponsored by Meltdown Comics and Collectibles in Hollywood, California. Find Meltdown on MeltComics.com and ComicsFix.com. ComicsFix.com, your only online subscription comic book service. Hey guys, it's uh, Rick and Briars, and welcome to our very first episode of the Disney Click. We're happy to be here. Yes, excited. So uh, today we're getting into uh, a few segments here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some uh, theme park attractions at Disneyland for the Disney list. We're going to do a little bit of uh, conversation on Inside Out, uh, underrated, overrated segment talking about live-action Disney movies from the past 20 years. And we're going to finish it up with some uh, Disney rumors and speculation. You ready to get started? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. So the first segment is the Disney list. This is something weekly we choose 5, 10, whatever the heck we want to talk about. And uh, this week is going to be top 5 favorite Disneyland attractions. Uh, how do you define attractions, Ryers? I would define an attraction, I guess, by anything you have to wait in line to experience. And so it doesn't have to be a ride that you get on. It could be a show or animation academy. Okay. One of my favorites. All right. Well, I, I, we, and, and I, should, I should say that uh, Briars and I have not talked about our choices so we could have the same exact thing we could be entirely different uh briars could get on me for thinking that i like something that she I'm thinks is horrible will. yeah mm-hmm. it, she does yeah. that and uh you know we're just gonna have fun with this and you know we want you guys to to chime in so if you have any opinions you know talk to us at uh, twitter at the disney click yeah definitely tweet us your opinions if you agree with us disagree we can take it. Okay, but we know I'll, I'll be a little more right than than Bryce, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that, Rick. Okay. All right. Anyway, why don't you start us off with number five? Okay, and yeah, we're counting down or counting up to the number one, our, our favorite. So this is ranked. It was hard. It was hard for me. Uh, me too. Okay. Me too. Just want to clarify that all five of my five on any given day, depending on the weather and if I want to ride a water ride. It could be different. Oh, that's a little bit of a cop-out there. You know, stand by your decision, okay? But, okay? I, but no, I'm fully committed to my decision. Okay. just want to also say this would be an 80-degree day. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay. good because I'm not as committed to my decisions. So, okay. You know, okay. I'm contradicting what I just said. So in coming in at number five, drum roll, please, a classic, an original, one that Walt was involved with, is Pirates of the Caribbean. Be my number five. Very nice. That that I will tell you. That's on my list. Okay. Not at number five though. Oh, so. And what do you like about? What do you like about it so much? Oh goodness. What's not to love about pirates? It was made into. I was going to say a good franchise. It was made into a great first film. And it's. I have a weird a weird love of the the water, the smell the smell of the ride. This is bizarre, but I. I really like the smell of pirates. I also love, especially at Disneyland, and since we're ranking just 
in the Disneyland yeah, park. Yeah, to be clear, this, this is, is Disneyland Park, not California Adventure, not Disney We're limited. World. Yes. But it was still hard. Um, there's the Blue Bayou restaurant, which I think is – it adds to – the experience of the ride to go by and see people dining and you really feel like you're outside at night but you're inside. I love the drops and it's a little different than it's a little different than world. It's a better little, better than world. That w- I I don't know if I agree How with. can you not like well my problem now is I've I've ridden the Disneyland one more often mm-hmm. especially recently so it's fresh in my mind. Um, so Go back to Disney World and ride January, it, and then let me know. I'm gonna, yeah, okay. I'm gonna follow through and and let you know my new mm. opinion. Let me know. Well, we we but. we will get back to the the Pirates of the Caribbean because it, it is on my list, but okay. not at number five. Number five for me is uh, the Tiki Room, the Enchanted Tiki Room, I should say. <laughs> right. So so this is a nostalgia pick here. Woo! This is a nostalgia pick. I I know it's not flash. I know you can go to your local Chuck E. Cheese and probably <laughs> see the an- animatronics. This. I understand, but. What it is, is quintessential Disneyland. It, Walt has his hand in this. It is technologically uh, ahead of its time and was amazing. Was, so, was, was technologically you're right, you're ahead right. of its time. It's you're now right. technologically stunt. It's stuck but, in time. But when I it's walk... Like if you want to go back in time, you can experience... Well, but that's, but that's part of the charm. <laughs> I walk into that staging area where they have the all those tiki gods and that little show, and I'm kind of taken back to what I envision Walt's Park to be or a big part of it and it's just very cool to be there and see you know the god of thunder or rain or fire or whatever there and then to walk in that air-conditioned room i will say on a on a very hot day it's quite nice and you kind of sit there and you don't want to close your eyes because you want to see what's going on but you can kind of you can kind of sense the disney of yester yesteryear and i think and that's I really cool that i love where it's coming from where it's hitting here. oh a huge uh-huh. butt. yeah the tiki room would be on my my top five worst attractions mm-hmm. i don't like the attraction i find it really boring and mon- i've ridden it with or not ridden it it's not a ride it's an experience it is an attraction it does fit the criteria but i find it really boring and stuck in but it's interesting you have the nostalgia point and it wasn't a newer ride or it wasn't one when I was younger that you know we we went on it but there wasn't that same nostalgia I don't know so it's interesting where it's hitting for you whereas I'm I I think it was where my parents were like yeah let's take let's take an air conditioning break and you have to ride it and it was like a Maybe it was a punishment, and that's why I have like really I, I negative. Didn't, I didn't want to go on it over and over and over again, but I'll say oh my gosh, now it just imagine. you know it's 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 the nostalgia like factor, and that that means something to me. Now I, a lot of the other ones on my top five hit that nostalgia in the bullseye as well. Okay, but this one to me was one that just I'm screams surprised. Disneyland to me. So wow. it's 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 there. Do for Do you me. like the Dole Whip ice cream? Thing? You know, it's not like. I in, in Disney World, my understanding, they have a, an orange kind of Dole Whip. So it's orange and cream. And I, that's okay. like the creamsicle thing I would love. The Dole Whip, to me, it's, I can, it's okay. It's fine. I think but it's neat how it's, it has its own fan base and yeah. T-shirts made specifically for it. Right. And the line is always, every time I go with people that aren't big 
Disney fans right. said, what is that line for? I'm like, it's for this doll whip thing. Everybody says, you go on the inside. It. For the line, you go on the inside to... Actually ride the, the ride, you mean? No, no, no. You, the there's, there's two sides to the to the concession stand. And if you go to the inside of the ride, you can. the line is much shorter. But that's, that's, that's how they trap you. They use the Dole Whip to oh, get you okay. on the ride. All right. All right. This is hey, all... hey, you know, Walt is spinning in his grave right now because you're putting down his... I think if Walt babies. had to rank his top five attractions that he was creating... I don't think he put the Tiki I Room up well, there. I think he next put Pirates. Next time you do Channel the Dead, let me know and, and we'll ask him, okay? And I think I'm be... working on that. All right. All right. Let's go to number four. Still in... that go go ahead. I like that one. Okay. Four. Um, you might be surprised that it's this low. But again, they're all so good. Um, Space Mountain at four. I had a real hard time... Uh, uh, leaving Space Mountain off my list. I love the I love the ride. I love the ride. Um, I, I, I well, I, you 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 tell me why Space Mountain, and I'll and I'll talk about it after. I mean, I think anyone that's that's old enough or tall enough to ride the ride isn't going to go into the Disneyland park without riding Space Mountain, and that's why the line is always sixty plus minutes. Yeah. But yes. we have fast passes. So just fast pass it first thing. Yeah, you can't get there like at three o'clock in the afternoon on a busy day. You're you're out of luck. No, I've tried many a times. And even I've stayed to past or up till midnight, and it's still a the minute? longest really? line. Yeah. When I at World, I was there till three a.m. and it did not slow down. Yeah. Because it's it's pop. It's what everyone wants to do, and but it's popular for a reason because it is a great ride. Right. It's a dark ride. They've made it darker, so they've. Kind of upped the ante of how the sound good it system is. is really good too. They updated mm-hmm. the sound system several years back. Um, it, it really is a good ride, by the so way. Good. I struggled with this and another yeah. another ride that or attraction that I know is going to be on your that list. Tiki Room had to get on there. I, though. I, well, I, gotta make sacrifices I thought, for the birds. I, I, I understand, but I, I will say that it's that it's a lot of fun, and it's uh, I, I don't get to ride it too much with my kids because the line's too long, and my kids are kind of afraid of it right now. I'm hoping that'll change someday. You will. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be there, but I, I do, I do love Space Mountain, and that was one of the hardest ones to leave off this list. So I'm, I'm giving you the thumbs up on Space Mountain. I'm not, I can't, Thank you. I can't, you, I, mean, I can't make who fun could of you argue for that it? one. I'm sure there are people. Someone who's afraid of the dark. People who have motion sickness might be, you know, <laughs> my, my, my son and daughter would argue against you. <laughs> so just saying, um, my number four is one of the newer attractions, perhaps the newest e-ticket in Disneyland, and that would be Indiana Jones. Mm. Um, Great choice. I love the ride. I think it's good for everybody. I don't think it's there's no big drops uh, atmospherically. It's it's awesome. Uh, they have sometimes a hard time keeping it in perfect working order. I think yes, there's so many I've moving parts, that. right? It's I've, down I'll, a lot. Yeah. But but that said, it's just it's just such a near perfect experience with the the, the, the music, cue theming, the, the music. music. The just the the everybody laughs when they're coming off. That's a good oh. sign. When everybody's like laughing hysterically coming coming off a ride, it just it really is a ton of fun for me. And I, and th- that's another ride that I don't get. I would ride that every time I go to Disneyland if I could. If the line wasn't so long, if I didn't have certain people pulling me in different directions, mm-hmm. I would be on that ever every time. And that's a fun. That's not a bad line. Weirdly, that's a good line. And and because you go into air conditioning yep. for the last yes. twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and. Not gonna let's not downplay. <laughs> Air conditioning is very important. <laughs> well, if you're pulling a fourteen in hour Disney, day in the park. In, in Disney World it's it's even more important. Oh, yeah. Disneyland is oh. a little bit more modern, but it still gets very hot mm-hmm. and very crowded. And it's almost it's it's sad because sometimes you're at Disneyland and you're like, let's get in the line to get away from the crowds. That mm-hmm. that's kind of 
a sad state of affairs, especially for that section of the park. It's a bit of a yeah, so. yeah, and you, it's it's smaller, especially yes. if you've come from Disney California right. Adventure. You you instantly get to that land, and it's you yeah. feel the people spilling Dole Whip on yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so number three. My number three is classic. I believe it was one of the originals. Now you might have to fact check me. Thunder Mountain. Not one of the originals. Yeah, as I said it, I was like, I don't think. But yeah, Thunder Mountain. It was 19, an original. 1979. Built in it, it was born before I was. It was built before I was born. So okay. it's an original for my it's lifetime. It's new to you, right? Um, and I have a lot of nostalgia memories. That's one that I specifically remember being really scared to ride, and riding with my dad. And him shouting throughout the ride, piece of cake, piece of cake. And I remember like, this is a piece of cake. This is easy. This is fun. And just having so much fun. And it's it's a good length for a roller coaster. And for for that, it, the age it caters to, I don't know. It's, it's it, long it, enough. Anyone can go on it's it. It's not long enough to get you really motion sick. You're not like, get me off. By the time you're just about the point, well, maybe it's time to get off. It's over. Mm-hmm. And it's I, it, I will say, once again, it, it's on my list. So I don't want to get too much into it. Hmm. Uh, and they've updated it yes. exceptionally. Yes. Go at night. Yeah. Go yeah. at night. I love it at That's night. That's all we'll say. I will say that most of these rides I prefer at night. Most of the outdoor rides I actually prefer Disney at night. Disney at Ride is an entirely different yeah, park. Yeah, for sure. It's a different experience. For sure. I, love, I have a love for Disney Anyone that Disney leaves before night. the sun goes down, well, Some people have, have Prior- other priorities. kids, younger kids who are having meltdowns and they need to be. It's, it takes away the enjoyment. Get a babysitter. Okay. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> my, my number three. Um, is Pirates of the Caribbean, which we talked about earlier. I, it's funny you said about the smell. Feel the same exact way. I you walk like the in smell. there, I felt that. I smell <gasps> that, and I'm. It's like, yeah. I'm, I feel I'm like people here. think I'm making it up. No, but it's genuinely no. if that. If I could make that into a perfume, like a musty... I would mist it in my home. Uh, okay, it's the best. All right. Well, you're a little crazy for no, that, I'm, but but I do I, like it. That's not. I think because it takes me back to. to it, I, the memories, it's sense memory. It's I'm with immediate. You. I'm with you. I love, I love the smell. I love the, the um, detail that's in that ride. It feels mm-hmm. so big to me, especially considering um, it was built in, in 19 or opened in 1967. And if you think about the time for what they did, it was just so um, ahead of its time and amazing. And I know they've done some updates, but it, it really is Incredible. essentially the same ride that it was then. I love the little drops. Uh, and it just adds a little tiny yeah. thrill to it. And that scene it establishes in the cave, which is awesome. And then you go into that big boat battle and it, it just looks so big to me. Yeah. You I feel just, like it's nighttime yeah. when it's daytime or you're outside the entire time. And they have maintained that to counterpoint the Indiana Jones ride that does struggle with some malfunctions. They really, the pirates, I don't notice as much malfunction. Right. When writing it, yeah, you're. you're I it's mean, really well kept. Not very scientific, but I tend to feel that way too. I, well, yeah, I, I don't know. We're just going off be, our mood, right? Right. But so Johnny I'm, Depp's always popping I, out, I, looking. I'm looking in like Johnny with Depp you on that. So we're we're in agreement, and and which is not always a rare thing here. So, right, nice. right, okay, it's nice. Okay. nice. Let's go into number two. Number two, a repeat of yours, Indiana Jones Adventure. I love it, and I. I love that it's only at Disneyland, and I, if they ever built it at World, I, would, I wouldn't want that because I think it's neat to have attractions that are unique to Disneyland that no one can experience on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so selfish. <laughs> only over here. That's right. But it's, it's, 
so well done, and you can tell that um, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas were involved. It feels like they, you know, jumped right out of the movie, and it's and again, like Johnny Depp, Harrison Ford is with you on the ride, talking to you. Yeah. Yep. Well, I've already said my piece on that. I I wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. Um, number two for me is is Big Thunder Mountain. So uh, as uh, we have said before, it just that's another ride that takes me back to when I went to Disney World for the first time. Um, and uh, to me, it just transports me back. It says, I'm at Disney. And I think it's not too scary. Uh, I think it's super well-themed. And uh, it just it's a lot of fun without being too much. It's really something for everybody. It just, it just sets a mood for me that uh, very few other rides or attractions do at, at Disney World or Disneyland. Yeah. So, and uh, I want to remind that I, I have no idea what her number one is, I although know. I can guess. Well, I can guess. I'm, I feel like we have the same one, which would be. I don't think we do. Crazy. Okay. Maybe we do. Maybe we do. I'm trying to be optimistic. Okay. Maybe we do. I think I know what yours is. Not the same one. So. Okay. Why don't you? Why don't I'm you guess? Thinking of can what I, can I've I, left can off. Can I guess oh, it? Actually. Can I guess? And then I'll guess yours. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. I think you'll guess mine, but I think I can guess what? yours. Okay. Are you Splash Mountain? Yes. All right, go. Number one for him. So Splash Mountain is not on yours. No, that was the other one that was really hard for me to keep off. Not defensive, because it's my number one, because it's the best. Again, I'm there on an 80-degree day, but I I would do it in the cold. I love Splash Mountain, just to be clear. It's hard to get people to go on it. Okay. So why Splash Mountain? Why not Splash Mountain? Where to start? Okay, it's a great length of ride. I think it's a 10 or 11 minute ride, which might be one of the longer ones. So you really settle into it. You know, you, and the whole time I remember, especially as a child riding it, and I still have that feeling, it's weirdly relaxing, but you know that there's this big moment at the end. So you know you're going to have this drop, but you're like, oh, there's all these like furry bunnies like smiling at me, but I'm going to go down this drop and get splashed with water, and I'm like, am I going to get really splashed? And um, also, one of the things I love about Splash Mountain at Disneyland is the single file log, which is a little more like an actual log of a tree, whereas at World, you sit two, two to a row. A lot of people like uh, Walt Disney World's Splash Mountain better than Disneyland. By the way, I just I see that a lot a lot on the online community that people seem to prefer Disney World. I, I don't get it. I like both of them, but yeah, no, that's interesting. And again, I haven't done the World one now in five years, which is sad. But um, I'm, I'll do it again in a few months here, and I'll have renewed renewed comparisons. We, we I think they do. I, they stand together. Yeah, we. Four years no. ago, four years ago is when we were last at um, Disney World, and uh, and uh, we were there. It was like a magic night in the park where it was like open till one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning. And so myself, Terry, my brother-in-law and sister rode Splash Mountain probably ten times without getting off. That's- so. Yeah, amazing. I, when fun. I stayed late at New Year's, it's the same. So it's funny how Space Mountain suddenly the line continues, but for Splash, because people it was don't want to get wet. Yeah. yeah, they don't want to get wet after after dark and be cold going back to their hotel. But yeah, the guy was like, "Stay in your log, stay in your log," and that's that's one. I mean, there are very few rides that I would want to sit on that many times, just back to back to back, right. and not get tired. And because it's such a long ride, and you settle into it, and there's so much to see, and it's got a great pacing and great views. Of the park. 
I mean, and I, and I will flawless. say, it's kind and, of a number one kind of ride. And I will add one more thing to that is, in my experience, you don't get as wet as people think you do on the ride. I know mm-hmm. you can get a little splash, but no, it's not it, bad. It's not really. It's, you can do it in the winter and, and if it's open and and be okay. Whereas like Grizzly River Rapids or Kalai that River Rapids, whatever, I, you don't you don't want to get on that, on you. right? Mm-hmm. You don't, when it's cold out, you don't want to go on those. So, mm-hmm. all right. So my number one. What do you think okay. it is? Star Tours. No. I'm disappointed oh. in you. Well, I, I must, what am I not thinking so of? So disappointed in you. So you don't like Star Tours? I do like Star Tours, but am I... there's a little bit of emotion oh. issue with it. See, this is a this is a Walt Disney Worlder in me, forgetting it. Oh, what? Well, I don't uh, think no, so. Never no. mind. All right, never I'm going I'm I'm to take you off the hook. Yeah, and and then you're going to hit yourself in the head, like, what was I thinking? The Haunted Mansion is my number one. Oh, see, no, I had, I really? had no idea. Really? You well, had that I, much. I overestimated you nostalgia. once again. Huh? I love the Haunted Mansion. It's not a nostalgia. To me, that's a great ride, period. It is. It, it really, it, once again, similar to, to Pirates, it really em- it employs a lot of tricks that were well above, way ahead of its time. And the stretching room alone is is genius. I, I love how they do that. The atmosphere they set in in that is incredible. The 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 various things that are going on in that ride, not to mention come Halloween and Christmas time, they change it at Disneyland into the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's only at ride. Disneyland. Yes, only and at Disneyland. I think Tokyo Disney. Yeah, does I think it somewhere else. Well. I'm not sure, but not World. Correct. But that's that alone. Look, I I, I love the original. But the Nightmare Before Christmas ride is a really nice change. It comes a little more colorful, but you still feel like you're in the Haunted Mansion. You still feel like you're in the Haunted so Mansion. So did you you make it number one because it's like a two-in-one ride with the Christmas? I, Halloween and Christmas? I was, when I was young, when I was first in Disney, I, once again, I, I can't remember exactly, seven, eight, nine, ten, somewhere around that age, I was terrified to go to the Haunted Mansion. And finally, at the urging of my family, I went on. They could not get me off the ride. After a while, I, that's it's interesting a, I, I that it's the it ride so that terrified you the most because I would say that before before entering it terrified. Once I was right. on, it was fine. Splash Mountain was the one I had the most fear about. Okay, look at that. Right, see, Little connection. Yeah. So, so and, yeah, definitely. And I will also admit to another connection to Haunted Mansion that that my it's kind of my daughter and my bonding ride. It's the ride that she loves, that I love, that I take her on, and it's a very special ride to me in that way. So it's a little bit unfair because I'm playing emotionally connected to it not only for me but i've now somehow passed it on to my daughter yeah, that's who loves neat. It. that so, makes sense yeah that's it that's and a it has thing. a really good hidden mickey in the the hall with the ghost at the, at the dinner with the the plate and the two saucers mm-hmm. make the ears yes. and that's one that i it's easy to point out to people that don't really understand the hidden mickey phenomenon and you show them that and a light bulb goes off right and it's right. always there right because some of them they'll take away and right put back so those are our top that's the disney list top five if you have your uh, opinions or or questions or you want to want to have have it be known you let us know twitter at uh, at the disney click and you can use the hashtag top five disney click and every time we do a top five countdown we'll bring back that hashtag we'd love to know your own top five or what is that hashtag one more time top five disney click right twitter at the disney click Okay, now we're going to do a movie review segment on a more recent film that just came out a few weeks ago, Inside Out, the newest from um, a fledgling studio, a new studio that you might have heard of. No, I'm kidding. Pixar, (laughs) Animation Studios. 
and this is the first the first Pixar film in two years, which is really astounding. And I'm a Breyer, big Pixar. Briars was very angry about that in our discussions. 2014 was a with? really hard year yes. for me. And the the past few Pixar films, I think you it's a topic for a different day, but you didn't love a lot of the last few Pixar. No, you know, I get that's that's kind of everyone's view. Um, yeah. Yes and no. I I. Actually, I I loved Monsters U. So, okay. Yeah. All right. I loved. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Okay. So you Inside you go you go at it. What do you what do you think? Inside you think? the head Once of an eleven year old girl. So I I will say I had massively high expectations. Two years of expectations. Let's just put that out there. And Pete Doctor is the director who also directed Up, which everyone I think anyone who likes Pixar or you know or films that the opening of Up is so astounding and stands out in cinematic history, really. It's it's put up there with other love stories, which is amazing. Um, so I had high expectations, and I... Oh, overrated the Up, by the way, but it's a different story. Okay, right. okay, overrated. Hmm, interesting. Um, so, we, so I uh, got tickets with a friend to an early screening, even. I saw it the Tuesday or Wednesday before it even premiered nationwide, saw an early screening with a peek at Pixar, which was fascinating and just reassured me that I need to get a job at Pixar because they're doing it right. It's, it just looks like a joyful place to work. No pun intended, joy. It's a character in the film. So I I was a little a little disappointed. I still really, really liked the film. Um, but I would – the best way for me to explain – it is like how I would rank it in the the 15 Pixar films and it kind of falls right down the middle it slices right down the middle at about seventh place and I would I would have liked it to have been top three or top five yeah let, let me let me just jump in for a minute and say that I I wholeheartedly agree with you I was set up um, to think this was gonna be a top three Pixar film mm-hmm. uh, and generally how I feel about movies I like to see them early on because I don't like the expectations or what other people are saying to seep into me, and they kind of raise the bar too high. They did. And this was a perfect example of that. I, I really liked the film. I really did like the film, and it, it spoke to me on a lot of levels, and you know, perhaps what I'm going through with my, my daughter as well. It, that said, it just wasn't the second coming of Pixar. It, it just didn't feel that way. There's a lot of elements I liked that, that I can talk about in a little bit, but, but yeah, I felt a little bit, I liked it, but not everything mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be. But I think it's interesting too. I think we we automatically hold Pixar. It's like a reverse. It's like a reverse Disney, where I think, oh, everything that's Disney is good. But we hold Pixar to this weird standard, almost that everything has to be amazing, you know. And we, so we, we were talking earlier with our with one of our producers about about that same idea of a Star Wars that we have an expectation for Star Wars that that it's going to be as good as. The new one is going to be as good as Empire Strikes Back. So it really is everywhere, you know, how, how our expectations really play into our, how yeah. we see the film. And Inside Out seems to be a good example for, for both of us. Mm-hmm. So. And but, it was, I really was really frustrated. And I think maybe this is part of living in Hollywood or Los Angeles, but I felt overexposure on the advertisements. I'd seen it too much. I'd seen even the, we were sitting there, they didn't play your typical advertisements, they played little blurbs of each of the emotions saying like a line from the movie. And my friend and I were like plugging our ears saying, please stop talking. Like you want to just experience it. That's what I love about J.J. Abrams and right. his movies. He keeps it a secret. Right. Well, what 
one thing that I loved about Inside Out or, or the marketing for Inside Out is they kept Bing Bong, Bing Bong. secret. Now, I, I, I have an admission here. I liked Bing Bong, and I thought that he had the, the most emotional, poignant part of the movie that that got to me the most. But that said, the character in and of itself was was fine. But I wasn't over the moon about about him, um, which is, sounds odd because... Cause he had a he's a pivotal scene. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how much we want to spoil right. for those who haven't seen it. But and I love know. that they kept him a secret. Yes. I just yes. read something about that and how they let the voice yep. actor know that, and he was a little hurt he didn't get to go to Cannes with the rest of the cast, which I can t- completely relate to how that must have felt. Right. Not that I've gotten left out of Cannes before, but um, it was yeah keeping keeping that character secret was so special. It's interesting. So, um, full disclosure: I've actually seen the film twice because I just you have. Yeah. needed to see it again. I just wanted to experience it again. And I, there is a great deal of humor. So many little small one-liners that are almost under the character's breath that you don't hear. Um, that I feel like you miss just once through quickly, and you're just so excited for the film with our high expectations. But Bing Bong the second time through hit me more emotionally and you you don't know this but when having seen it already the second time the character Riley the the girl whose head you're inside hearing her seeing her voices she you see her as a infant drawing on the wall and the second time through you notice she's literally drawing bing bong so it's that second time at just a detail like that hits you that this right. character is already is already there in that child she's he's there and, in her childhood, right. And I should add that that perhaps unfairly, instantly hearing Bing Bong's voice, I could tell was Richard Kind. Uh, and I don't know whether that took me out a little bit of it. Do you, do you like him as yeah, a voice actor? Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's nice. But but I identified him. I could instantly put the face of Richard Kind oh. onto Bing Bong. So and that I maybe took me out of it a little bit. I, I don't know. Yeah. Because you he's know been in some... what other major Pixar film he did a voice? Well, in? I mean, I know he was in Spin Cities and Gotham and uh, what other. We're talking Pixar. I understand. I understand. I, I'm not. As soon as you say, I'd be like, oh yeah, but I can't. You think might of not because this is. A film that people don't often appreciate as much. It's going to be Meet the Robinsons or something? No, it's a Pixar okay. film and a pretty big part in it. Oh, is it, it a, a Bug's Life? Yes. I, he was Molt, Hopper's brother, okay. who's hilarious. Hopper literally says, if I didn't promise mother on my deathbed, I'd kill you. Okay. And he does. And it, they're very different characters. And um, I, yeah, I, I thought he did the voice exceptionally well. Yeah. And he said that he really got emotional during the emotional scenes that we will Save for our viewers because okay. go out and see Inside Out, even okay. though it's doing very well. And we'll give them a few more months before we start ruining things yeah. right now. So no spoilers um, yet. Yeah, we haven't. Maybe later on there'll be spoilers in different movies, but we'll we'll leave Inside Out alone in terms of spoiler territory. So it sounds um, like we had a similar yeah. experience, really high expectations, and then I think that the plot just it lulled in a few points. I don't know. That well, was my it, biggest complaint it, it kept it simple it was a very simple it really was about well, the adventure in the head and so the the outside life was almost mundane i mean i know mm-hmm. she had this big move to a different city but it, it really was a simple plot and and i was okay with that i also love the fact that y- you know that in disney movies whether it be the fairy tales of snow white or cinderella sleeping beauty or whatever their tragedy you know, and even Toy Story, I, I believe Andy's mom might be a single mother or whatever. That they're she they're is. disrupted disrupted families. This was a very loving together family going She's an through. An only child though. She well, that's have true, siblings. but an only child. There's a lot of people only only children out there, 
I mean, they were just a normal, a normal family uh, with with the crisis of moving. Uh, moving. That's yeah. that's all there was, and I really appreciated that because if you go through the the story of all the Disney movies out there, you don't get that very often, and, mm-hmm. and that was nice to so see. You liked the. I like the simplicity okay. of it. I, I, th- th- I think that's different than the, the lull you're talking about, but I think yeah. it really made inside Riley's head feel a lot more exciting in action because outside it was like these normal everyday things that are happening, mm-hmm. but how much turmoil is going inside the head. The so I thought that was kind of cool. Preteen girl. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I thought it was it was a nice touch. And, yeah, as I said, I want to be be sure that it, it, I, I like the movie. I just, it was about expectations. It, yeah. it really felt we like it was. too high of expectations. Yeah, I think we were just bombarded with all these fault, great Pixar. things. It's not your fault, Pixar. It's us. It's marketing. Pixar's yeah. marketing fault. But no, no, not no? Pixar's fault. Okay. I mean, I think they definitely, it's where we live, God too. forbid we blame uh, Pixar. If they're going to, if they're going to, we're going to talk about over-marketing. Right. Talk about those yellow little Minion people. Yeah, well. That's, that's over-marketing. Yeah, that's a lot I feel there. like a Minion has been almost stuck in my eye. Yeah. You like look a little the, yellow. The Hollywood Bowl. Not the Hollywood Bowl. The the arc light, uh-huh. how they literally have you seen it? No, I, I have not on, seen it. They yeah. covered it in a yellow tent with giant minions climbing on it. Oh, okay, that's cute. If you like not, minions, not it's so cute. much. Well, you know, it's not Disney, so you, you know. Yeah, if they'd had they, if they'd had the emotions climbing, I'm like, that is so charming. It's like Riley's mm-hmm. head, right, on the arc light. Right, very nice. So anyway, so you know, I think we'd recommend we'd recommend it, but you know, yeah, lower expectations oh, a little yes, bit, right? Yes, definitely recommend it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So the next thing we're, we're talking about is uh, underrated, overrated. And this is a segment where we pick certain things in, in categories to, to talk about. It could be one thing. It could be a few things. Uh, and today's topic we've chose, it, chosen is uh, underrated, overrated live-action Disney movies from the past 20 years. And uh, I think we have a, a few to, to discuss. I'll, I'll let Briars start us off. Okay, let's start with... Overrated, because I guess that's a little more negative. I would my choice for a film in the last 15, 20 years, live action film that I felt was overrated was pretty recent. It was the live action Cinderella that was just released this year. Um, and it kind of to go back briefly to our inside out discussion was it was overhyped again. I feel like they just set it up as the next coming of, I don't know, Disney, almost. It was so, and I I mean, Cinderella is the most iconic princess. It's her castle at Walt Disney World. I gotta give her a little credit, but they just didn't, my biggest complaint, I mean, I I was, I saw the film almost opening day or opening weekend. They just didn't bring anything different to the story of Cinderella. There's the film Ever After with Drew Barrymore that's so good and they they bring in all these, it's it's a twist on it. Even the Hilary Duff one that's terrible and a Disney film that's not a good movie still just takes a different take on it. you got to give them credit for doing something different. And this, except for incredible costumes, an amazing cast, Kate Blanchett, and I mean, it's beautiful visually. I I was surprised that that my family, my my youngest, sat through it and wasn't bored. It, It was pretty slow. It was visually stunning but it was slow it, it was, was slow and it was. and i can appreciate that if i'm drawn into the to the drama or the intensity but you kind of know where the story is so it's really up to them to the filmmaker to set a certain tension to it that that it didn't quite mm-hmm. have I, I i agree with you i think it was it was 
overrated. Not a bad movie. Not mm-hmm. a bad movie. But I, I did, did like Helena Bonham Carter yeah. in it. Yeah. When she came on, it she wasn't in it that was a, long. I know. Right. I wanted. I was like, can we? Can we have more like of a her? side story on the fairy godmother? Because she's great. Yeah. And her, she sang over the credits. Bippity boppity boo. And I was like, wait, this should have been a musical. That's so much more lively and fun. It's like they just kind of took one note and and ran with it and right. didn't. Right. I, I, I mean, I appreciate I what they down. did, but I appreciate what they tried to do. And and um, you know, I don't think it has to do with fatigue of them doing live action films. It's the beginning but, of, well, right. of a resurgence. I feel like. Which brings me into my overrated film um, that I feel uh, is another recent one is Maleficent. Um, I thought Angelina Jolie was was really pitch perfect as Maleficent. My and I thought it was a very uh, gorgeous film. My issue with it, however, was and maybe it's a personal thing, as as all these are, that it was they they took the meanness out of the main character. Um, it really was trying to make you you know sympathize for her, and um, I wanted her just to be bad. And I, I kind of knew going in that That's she a was Disney thing. Probably. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But Sorry. why couldn't she just be bad? I was okay watching a story of somebody being bad and why they're bad. I'm okay with their motivation and watch them. Yeah, see how they were turned into this bad person. But I really wanted her to stay evil. So and she's she transforms into a kinder version. I she, have not seen Maleficent. She, <laughs> the trailer I found boring, and I thought if I couldn't get through the trailer, I just was not interested. I didn't. It didn't pique my interest but enough, and I'm not a Sleeping Beauty fan. Bri- no Briars will, will eventually go see it, I think. I'm not saying it, it's, it's worth seeing. If I get a copy it, for it's free. It's worth seeing. Oh, well, there's a thing called Redbox, you know. Um, it's not free. Well, it's true. But anyway, but I, I really thought it was, um, my disappointment was simply was what they did to the character, how they, they, they kind of just made her a little softer. That, so it that's wasn't not what a, I wanted. It wasn't as one note, though, as Cinderella, kind of. I liked it better than Cinderella. I liked it better than Cinderella. I liked it better than Cinderella. I will say that. I okay. was more entertained by it. Hmm. But it was not, um, my, my issue with it, making it a bit you know, overrated, was what they did to the character, the script. Uh, Are you a yeah. big Sleeping Beauty fan? Uh, I like I like Disney villains, and Maleficent is one of the more okay. iconic. Like She just has a distinct look. About yeah, her that just screams evil. Yeah, it's just she's an awesome looking. And they, they added the wings, correct? Well, that's they, not in the. Well, they they cut they cut them off, which is uh, part of the reason so why she turns back. Like, that's a little big part of her backstory. So spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean that at this point, For if you haven't you, seen it, you know, sorry, like you should have said that, right? So it. so it's that that's my over. Not a bad movie, uh, better than Cinderella, I thought, but but not as good as perhaps the box office or people have have you believe, in, in my opinion. Okay, so now uh, I'm going to do my underrated film. And this is one that when I say it, people might say, I don't even know, is that is that underrated? Everyone loves that. But I think I chose it because it's a film that you can never over, it can never be overrated. It's so solid in what a good film it is. And that is Remember the Titans. Classic. Good film. A throwback. A yeah. great film. And it laid the groundwork. It was interesting as I was looking at the list of live action films that Disney's made. It laid this, it was the first one that was a, this formula of a true story um, with a, a strong, they need to bring in some, some female leads for these sports films, but a strong male lead who, you know, ra- a ragtag story of, of sportsmanship in high school and, and turning it around that, you know, you have the rookie and... 
Miracle I'm, and I, I'm gonna, Glory Road. I'm going to butcher her name, but that was Hayden Pentier. Is that how you say her name? For, who she's in Nashville now? I don't want to say. I think you said it pretty okay. Pretty well. That's okay. We can embarrass ourselves mm-hmm. here. But I, I believe that she was in that movie. Oh, yeah. America, she's she was so like good in the it. girl wise behind, beyond her years. And that's really what made her, I think, known to, to a lot of people. And she was a That a was yeah, part. her breakout and, you know, role for sure. Denzel Washington. Right? Denzel Washington in it is it's an Oscar-worthy performance. And people have argued that he should have gotten an Oscar nomination. And I think there's, again, the Disney name. He was it, hurt by it, right? Yeah, yeah, I think the fact that it was a Disney film made it seem like a cheesier film. But you watch it, and it, it's as good as any any drama, any classic dramatic film. It's so well acted. Every single player is cast so well. There's the the They handle the emotional points all throughout, but especially the death of the one character. <laughs> it's been out a it's, few years. What, so if you 15 haven't years seen ago it, or something like that? So, spoiler alert. Yeah, you're okay on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Go to a red box. I don't even know where you would get it. I should get it on iTunes. I used to... yeah, it's not streaming, I don't think, at this point on Netflix or anything. I'm sure it's out there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but I, but I, I agree. That, that actually would be my uh, underrated film, which I don't know how we qualified as underrated because I think at the time it did it did well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, people maybe forget or forget that it's Disney or yeah. it's still not. Yeah, it doesn't it seem like be a on Disney every film. Every sports list right? of best sports films because yeah. it's outstanding. There's so many movie. lines and there's so many moments. It's so, and it's what it the story it tells about. Yeah, yeah there's there's so many civil rights films that that come off as like cheesy and it's so it doesn't at all. Right. It feels so, like, real. You're there. You're with them and experiencing it. If you haven't ever seen it, get yourself on iTunes and, and buy it. Or I think it's at Target, probably. All right. On to the next. So the next thing uh, we're, we're going under uh, is Disney Rumor. Now, this is an area of the podcast where we talk about things that aren't really out there officially. They haven't been, you know blogged about or talked about by Disney corporate saying this is happening, but there are rumblings. Uh, Some of them are more true than others. Some of them are just kind of fun to talk about. And uh, today, I think Briar is going to talk a little bit about the ongoings in uh, uh, Disney World Hollywood Studios. What's going on down there? Yes. Okay. So Disney Hollywood Studios, formerly known as MGM, for all the the fans that know it, I still like to call it MGM, is kind of going through an overhaul and a lot of changes, but Disney is not releasing exactly what those are, so it's all very speculative right now. And the main thing, we do know for sure the closures that have happened. So the American Idol experience closed last summer. Good riddance. Uh, I actually really enjoyed the American Idol experience. It was fun to, and you know what they but you want. Can, you can admit it, it, it was ready. It was time for it to go, right? Maybe they could have kept it. Isn't there one more season of American Idol? They could have kept there it is, and closed it with American Idol. I but guess yeah, so. I mean, okay. it, it, I guess if I really think about it, it shouldn't stay forever. It's not permanent, but it was fun to vote on someone in the park and have them get the fast ticket to the front of the line. The Backlot Tour which opened in 1989, a classic, so fun. I have really fond memories of that ride. Um, that closed last fall as well. The American Film Institute showcase at the end of the Backlot Tour closed, which is uh, sad to see that go. Maybe not for 
people that don't like films. Mickey's sorcerer hat was removed. Did you? I I, I frankly could am, care less. I, well, no, I'm happy. I'm happy it's gone. I, I think that the park was built to have the man's Chinese replica as a centerpiece, and that just simply blocked the view to to that theater. So I, I was well, happy. It became to see it, go. it became the symbol for the park. Yeah. Which I like the water tower. Yeah. And that was the symbol. Yeah, the water tower the water tower's still there. No, is it gone? It's still it's there. It's still there. Yeah. But it's but up the but, hat, but there's yeah, a centerpiece. The well cheesy. This the is hands a, coming out. Yeah. And we have opinions. I think you you know without I don't wanna uh you know, switch you off your thing, but you really love uh the Hollywood studios in, in Walt Disney World. And yes. I, and I and I, I love some attractions in there, but the park as a whole is, is definitely not my favorite. So And I, I think overall it's not it's not many people's and that Makes me sad. It's a little underrated right. as a park, but that's why right. I'm very excited about these changes because I think hopefully they're going to amp up the park and take right. it to the well, next what are level. They, what, are they, what are they rumored to have uh, so coming in? So the rumors, got a few rumors. The first rumor is that a major Star Wars overhaul will be happening in the area of Echo Lake where the Star Tours ride already exists, and that would be perfect. It's the film, uh, the film park, and to have you know, to feature Star Wars. And now that they own Star Wars and with the new films, I think it fits perfectly. The Does that excite you? Would you like the park a little yes, bit more? Yes, I I, trust me. If they do anything big, I will like the park better. Don't take out Tower of Terror and Rock oh, and Roller Coaster. Never. And uh, we're good. Okay. And then the second a second rumor is that they would are doing an expansion of Pixar Place which right now holds Toy Story Mania and um, and or a possible addition of Cars Land, which I do not like the idea of that because I think Cars Land should stay a special – it should stay especially in Disney California uh, I Adventure. I agree. I agree. It's a great, it's a great land and a topic for another podcast, but mm-hmm. I, I would like to see it stay in Disneyland. So, yes, But I am I excited about the Star Wars. I that's just a rumor. I would love the Star Wars and the Pixar has a place. You can expand right Pixar. Yeah. You know, you could make do so many other. Yeah. Finding Nemo sure. well, it, the or park... monsters do a Monsters University section, but Cars Land belongs. Yeah. And the park needs it. California. Adventure. I mean, the park, the the Disney World needs needs some help in some place, and the Animal Kingdom is getting help right now. Yeah. But and uh, it sounds like Hollywood Studios. Well, hopefully that's they're closing on so much that yeah, they're doing up. they're doing something. Uh, it, it's pretty it's while it's rumor it's pretty much people feel but like they it's wouldn't fat. close it and keep right they, keep these things something's closed. happening something's happening and a name change potentially yeah i think that's almost Back definite isn't it i don't think that's gonna happen but <laughs> but, but yes yeah, so it, it's, it's yeah because it's never it's never flowed it's never worked for people yeah. well it um, used to be a working studio I, you know long yes. time ago it opened it was mm-hmm. actually a working studio mm-hmm. they made um brother bear there i think that disney classic I mean, <laughs> it's a I mean, many it's on like Netflix. It. It's streaming on Netflix, aka it's not didn't do well. <laughs> that's the well, that's my barometer for okay. if a film is good or right. not if it streams on Netflix. Right. So, but it, it it I think we're both very excited to see what they do. The downside is we're going to have to wait probably three or four years or longer to see any real significant change there. So, oh yeah, uh, it'll be. Yeah. That's the downside to all this, but but it's know. exciting. I'm excited that yeah. the park's gonna yeah have so. new life. It yeah. sounds like that's a, a lot of closures. It's like significant portion of the park. It's, it's like a third of the park, if not more. There's man. only yeah. yeah, 
So it's only a few things left. Keep as I say, keep Tower Terror, one of my favorite rides, and Rock and Roller Coaster. I love. It's still worth and going. The Grom- Grommens. right? And people like later. Fantasmic there as well. You know. So anyway, so that's uh, that's that's our show for that's the it. week. That's number one's a wrap. What do you You're got still to say? With us. We hope you are. Yeah, yeah. What do you got to say for yourself, Ryers? Uh, I, I think I've said it all. <laughs> all right. So we'll hope you tune in next time, and uh, it's been great talking with your priors and talking with everybody out there. Good talking with you. Take care, folks. The Disney Click is a Meltdown Presents production. Produced by Mason Booker and Terry Luberoff. Audio engineer, the miracle worker, Mason Booker, with your hosts, Rick and Briars. Don't forget to tweet us, at the Disney Click. Use the hashtag, Top5DisneyClick, to share your own top five favorite Disneyland attractions.